One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. So I was in the shower, I was cleaning my ass and making all stirs all sparkly, spanking clean. I'm not the funny one, I'm the pretty one. Cock shots. <laughs> I just checked myself out. Music, wine, and then loop up and go. Glory holds like a, a like dick theater. I imagine you're going to your pants had better come off. Mama needs playtime. We're not sluts. We just love love. Hello, podcast listeners. Welcome back to another week of By the By. This is Angela. And this is Bradford. Yes, we've made it another week, which is exciting. Yay, we made it another week. Mm -hmm. Yes, and we have concluded Pride Month. Yay. Which was a very different Pride Month than in the past, but still good for us to acknowledge who we are and be happy with ourselves and... Agreed. It was a much quieter Pride Month than we normally have. Yeah, but that's okay. Pride can come in different ways. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And that's very true. Much like we said last week. And uh, our dog is going crazy. The mascot. <laughs> Oi, Pippin. Somebody has a lot of energy. Yes, he does. Yes, but he's freshly groomed. Calm the fuck down, And dog. he looks beautiful. Well, let's not say, you know, beautiful. I don't want to get him like, I, a big head. I think he looks beautiful. You look adequate. I mean, his head can't be that big because he's such a tiny little thing. You're adequate. Yes. Uh, so, <laughs> well, I hate to see what you say about me. <laughs> you are above average. <laughs> By like, you know, 51%. I don't know. <laughs> that is technically above average. <laughs> Your median score is. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, my God. That's great. Yeah, so um, what do we have coming up? Very little. What do we have going on? Not much. <laughs> uh, what are we really excited about? Uh, we are still making a movie. So um, yeah. Yes, we're making a film. We have a lot of the money. I think we're at 98% yes. of, of, our of our goal. Initial goal. Yes, but uh, I'd learned just this past week mm-hmm. that our initial goal and the funding for that initial goal meant that the producer, director, and writer don't get paid. <laughs> yes. Well, what what that means is that we have enough to make the film. That's right. We so can get all the gear any, and to pay the actors. Yes. So anything above and beyond will go to, I don't know, potentially paying the producer, director, and writer. I have no idea if that even happens. No, uh, so but I, I know some of it will go to festival entries yes, exactly. and things like that. So getting the word out, getting the movie out, getting it seen, and, and getting it to wider audience so anything above and beyond will kind of help with a lot of that. That's right. Um, arguably, I'm happy not getting paid. I want to be paid in gratitude and groupies. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I'm doing. Um, it has been very clear, to, made very clear to me. Uh-huh. I am not allowed to fuck the talent. Right. So, that, I mean, I want to be professional, of yes, course. Yes, yes. Um, but groupies 
are not necessarily part of the talent. That's true. They're not the actors that are involved in the the film. So so that means that um, we take your donations in both cash and liquid forms. Uh, but preferably cash. Yes, and for anybody out there who does not know what we're talking about, uh, if you would like to make a donation, you can do so at www.australianculturalfund.org.au and search for Refuse Classification. Yes, that's the name of the movie. Yes, so this is a film that is going to be a short film, probably 15-ish minutes, and it is one that Bradford co-wrote with a friend of ours who is the director. He's the director of an award-winning film, Audio Guide. Chris Elena. Yep. And uh, Audio Guide can currently be seen, especially over the next few weeks. Oof, I'd have to look at some of the specifics, but if you follow them on Facebook, it'll be yes. on there. Yeah, it's a good watch. And also, it was uh, the film was just accepted into uh, a Perth Film Festival. Yeah. Uh, so that's really exciting. Yeah, it's an online yeah. film festival Multi this year. Multi-award winning. I'm, I'm, that's so exciting to be working with multi-award winning people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yes. Yeah, and so the film is uh, a bit of how the MPAA tries to... Um, I don't want to say censor. censor. Yeah, it it's a censorship comedy. Yes, yes. And so we bring in a little bit of the the poly, the poly queer, kinky, queer, cool. Yeah, yeah, all the good stuff. So yeah, uh, definitely uh, throw us a few dollars, please. <laughs> we want to make this film. Every dollar helps. Every dollar helps. And and like we said before, the more we can get, the more we can get it out and get it seen and yeah. and get get it viewed by people. So yeah, yay! Pretty exciting. It's super exciting. Um, yeah, that's basically uh, the only exciting thing that we... That's the big thing at the moment. Yeah, ...that we yeah. have going on, unfortunately. Uh, it's still pretty quiet here. Nothing has opened. Not really, uh, no. So we are moving to the online world still mm-hmm. and, and making Zoom dates and things like that. We've had a few Zoom dates with the, the Naughty and Rocket mm-hmm. uh, out in Western Australia, and we've had some Zoom dates with uh, Mr. and Mrs. H., from the Bedhoppers UK. Yes. That's been fun. We've had a few other uh, dates kind of off and on with some swing setters a little yes. here and there. Yeah. That's not something we've really done a lot with just because most everybody's in the US and then it gets complicated with the whole time zone thing. <laughs> but yes. yeah, we've we've made an effort. We've been able to, to get that done a little bit here and there and there yeah. might be some more in the future. Yes, we've had yeah. some really nice conversations with some folks. Yeah, uh, it's good just to reconnect with people, especially yeah. knowing that we're not going to see the swing setters in person in November. It's it's kind of nice to at least have some sort of connection. Yeah, it's it's interesting because the reality is starting to hit me. Uh, it looks like we're going to be unable to travel outside of Australia or the um, Australasia, or I guess I should say the Australian New Zealand Trans Tasman bubble. There you go. Yeah, bubble uh, until. Well, probably at least July of 2021. It's, it's going to be a long time, yeah. So, what does that mean? What does that mean for your friendly neighborhood podcasters? It means we're going to have a lot of sexy time in Australia. It does. And uh, potentially New Zealand. <laughs> so, we we went ahead and we have organized a small group. We're calling it a trial group mm-hmm. of Naughty in New South Wales, where we have a, um, I guess there's seven couples and one single. Yes, and we're all going to stay in a big mansion down in New South Wales. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, that's what we're doing this November. Yeah. Uh, it's a trial run for, hell, maybe we start doing a pendulum week. I don't know. A pendulum week would be amazing. That's oh, my I God, think. a whole week long? Yeah. 
Wow. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. So, but we're starting, we're starting small. But for now, we knew we needed to have something to look forward to. We needed to have some sexy times. Yes. And so we're getting some folks together from a bit of all over Australia. All over Australia. And, um, except for Victoria, cause, you know. Come on, Melbourne Knights. <laughs> Come on, you guys. 71 cases over the weekend. What the hell is wrong with you people? Uh, so yeah, so we're, we're getting people together from all over and we're just going to go have a good long weekend and have some fun and just try to let go of everything and just relax and enjoy ourselves yes. and, yeah, and be we naked. Plan on, we plan on having a couple of theme nights. Yeah. We're going to do some like little sort classes kind of thing, uh, workshop-y things, that, workshop-y kinda, kinda yeah. things that we love to do. Uh, yeah. So we're basically making a weekend about us. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. It's like, what do we want in a long weekend? This yeah. is what we're going to do. And then we pitched it to some <laughs> folks and they were like, yeah, we, we're in. Yeah. We're in. So yeah, so since we can't really travel outside of Australia, we're just going to kind of create our own little world and what we want down here, which is good. It's And there's so many people down here that we want to enjoy this with. That, yeah. yeah. It's going to be good. And, and then they said, if it goes well. Maybe next year we'll we, expand. Yeah. So yeah, so stay tuned until stay tuned. November, yes. December, sometime whenever we get around to, to doing this and talking about it, we'll we'll let you know and see how it goes. And Yes, yeah, the dog the just, dog. he just ran into my little table here. Yeah, just yeah. ran head first. It's great. <laughs> He's a smart boy. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah and I, I have a feeling we'll, we'll probably do a, a live podcast for Oh, this. that'd be fun. I get mean, people on talking. Th- there and, won't be a lot of people, but there'll be, you know, uh, 15 of us. So it'll be great. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we've been we've been looking a lot at online dating. Yeah. Because you know the world's going topsy turvy. <laughs> I like I've been looking at Grinder. I was away last week for the first time since February. I, was gonna say, I haven't I heard you mention Grinder a lot in a while. Oh yeah, because I don't. Uh, yeah. You know I don't want to meet strange people because mm-hmm. they are potential disease vectors. True. Yeah. I have enough stress going to the grocery. <laughs> Have you picked anybody up at the grocery lately? Not lately, but I was stroking my zucchini uh-huh. today, and this couple was staring at me. It was like, you know, they were picking up some shallots and kind of moving around their hands. And I was like, mm, I'll, uh, I'll show you my parsnip if uh, you let me uh, take a look at your capsicum. Wait, capsicum? Yeah. How how is that sexy? Capsicum in my mouth. Oh God. Wait, wait, hang on. I got a I got a noise for this. Um Oh no, d- wrong one. God damn it. That one, that one. Do it again. <laughs> there you go. But, yep. but but there's there's humor in the and I feel like maybe I picked the right one first. <laughs> anyway, yes, so that's uh also, in Australia, they call them capsicums and not peppers. I yeah, still don't really understand. They're that. not bell peppers. Yeah. yeah, it's like, well, let's call it by the genus name. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah. So I've looked at I've looked at Grinder, and I just I can't get into it anymore. No, no. I'm just yeah. everybody I look at. I'm like, eh. so. Do you think that your view of hookup culture will change oh, God, for I a little not. while at least? I hope not, but probably yes. I mean, maybe not forever, yeah. but yeah. Yeah, it's it sucks because you do you look at everybody as a as a risk, mm. and then it's a risk and reward thing, and it's not like uh, an STI where you can just wear a condom and be safe, true, or, or mitigate safety. You know, like um, meeting somebody and both of you wearing a mask and having sex is a very difficult thing to do, and then like shower and decontaminate completely yeah. afterwards. <laughs> yeah, that's just really difficult. Yeah, um, yeah, it's I I don't I don't know. I'm I'm afraid that it has changed my attitude towards hookup culture. I'm afraid that it has changed my 
my attitude towards hookup culture. And and I'd be curious to see if that continues long term or if it's kind of a short term, medium term. Like, you know, how, how does that go? And we won't know till time goes by. I don't think we'll know for years because, you know, again, looking at this is not a COVID-19 podcast, but no, no, no. looking at the at the numbers as they go up in the U.S., like that sort of affects the rest of the world. Yeah. I mean, and, and seeing some countries that are having uh, still difficulty with numbers. And some countries even, that aren't because there's even countries in, in Europe that are doing quite well. Yeah. And, and there's obviously we're doing pretty good. New Zealand's doing great. And, yeah. But even again, you know. along with that, it's very difficult to – to not let the news affect the way you look at things and watching the news and and then looking at hookup culture and and going hooking up. It's hard. It's really difficult. So I look at it as, you know, none of these guys are worth the risk to be honest. So basically what you're saying is somebody has to be absolutely fucking amazing to be worth the risk. Yes. Or Uh um, we have zero cases for, uh, for a fortnight. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting uh just how it does really change the perspective with that. And and like you said, so how you know, do you feel? Would you hook up with somebody right now? Uh, I don't know. I, I I would be very hesitant. And I think it's because I know realistically our risk here is minimal, but there is still risk. And I think I mean as much as we pick on Melbourne and Victoria, that's a perfect example yeah. in that they were doing quite well case-wise as well and you know all it takes is a few people to go out to a family gathering to some event and then all of a sudden it just starts that spread and yeah. and not not every case in victoria was that you know there 18 were well there yeah one guy and then he went to a family had a True. they had a party and 18 people yeah and, his family got sick. and and it is just one of, like it doesn't take much to kind of really start that and so it's everybody has to be responsible and Yeah, and until that really gets under control, you know, I would say that here in New South Wales, we're we're pretty risk-free. Low risk, I would say. Not risk-free, but low risk. Yeah. But then you think, well, there are people that are traveling to Victoria and back. Right. Well, hell, you did that. You went to Victoria for uh, almost a week. week, Yeah, a little while ago. Probably six to eight weeks Mm -hmm. ago. Yeah. I mean... And it may happen again. I mean, yeah. yeah. So there's that risk of, ugh. Yeah, there always is. And and so it does make it a little bit more challenging in, you know, just kind of getting past that mindset of, is it worth it or is it not? And and I would say that for us, the people that we have seen and the people that we have played with are known quantities. They're, they're people that we have played with before. They're people that everybody's very honest, which I think in this lifestyle you definitely have to be, but everybody's very honest about their um, acceptable risk level and what has, like, where have you been? What is your current risk? That kind of thing. Right. Like, have you been isolating? Have you been out and about? How many, even how many people have you been around? And But I think, like, we've had those conversations and it's been very easy to have those conversations. It's not been difficult right. whatsoever. And we even had a play date scheduled recently and... Uh, you had gotten a cold, and then about a week later, I picked it up from you. We know it was a cold. I was tested. Yeah, we were we were tested. <laughs> we know it was just just rhinovirus, just a cold, and so it was relatively benign. It was relatively fine. And before we may have even still had the play date, but this time it was like I. And also, I guess at that point, I was at the very beginning of the cold, so I still kind of felt a bit shit. And and so it was like I don't want you to have to feel this way. I don't want to give this to you. And 
So I really think we should just kind of postpone. And it was a tough decision because I think we all wanted to get yeah. together. Yeah. And so to be able to, you know, to have that conversation and say that we really should be responsible adults and put this off for a few weeks until schedules reallow, which, you know, it's, it's not going to be, it's going to be a little bit, but still yeah. once we can, we'll, we'll meet up again, but it does make it, it's more challenging in a way because it does kind of make you very aware of every little thing. And it's like, even though it's just a cold, I don't want to give it to you both because I feel like shit and I don't want you to have to feel like shit. But then also like everybody that you're around yeah. gets in and then everybody's, you know, thinking, oh my God, do I have COVID and whatever. And it's just, <laughs> and we know it's not, but still it's yeah. just that. And, and you know, we see it walking down the road, people are coughing and sneezing and whatever because it's going around here, but everybody stares at them like they have the plague. Well, you know, it is funny and it's horrible because you yeah. know that they statistically don't because yeah. the area of town which we live in has no active cases. Right. Um, but on Sunday we were walking back from, uh, the grocery or whatever. And we stopped at a coffee shop cause I wanted, uh, a, yeah. a chai tea. And there was a lady in the coffee shop that I'm pretty sure was choking on like, you know how you drink something, it goes down the wrong pipe yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. And she was coughing into her shirt. Mm-hmm. Good for her. Uh, but everybody in the whole coffee shop kind of <laughs> stares and looks at her, you know, and yeah. And, it's horrible that we've become that, that we have become that anytime somebody coughs, it is a, uh, there's. Well, I was talking to somebody not too long ago who has allergies and they were having seasonal allergies and she was just like, I had to get off the train to sneeze because everybody's looking at me. And it's like, that's, it's, it's a shame that it kind of has to go that far, but you know, I kind of get it. So like, I guess the question is, are you like, dating online dating I think for me it's so we have been a little bit active on dating sites and things and and there's a few people even that I'd hooked up with before online that because of everything going on we've just kind of gone by the wayside and lately chatter has picked up a bit more and I think the way that I'm viewing it personally is planting the seeds for later but then it's also it's a catch twenty two because you want to plant the seeds for when we can meet up and when we can have fun and but at the same time if you haven't really met these people before what what do you talk about like right. how do you keep that online interaction going yeah it's uh... but I also feel like that I feel like I need that because we haven't had much interaction with other people really like we would like going to clubs and things and and I feel like it's just it's fun to have that flirting that just back and forth and even if it never goes anywhere even if it's just a bit of flirting and a bit of temporary hey let's chat for a bit and then we all go our separate ways and then you know pick up somebody else down the road or whatever mm-hmm. we might meet them again might right. not but right. at the same time just having that temporary bit of back and forth and that flirting I think is is really helpful it's good it's nice it just kind of makes you feel good yeah. get back into it a little bit yeah, it, it's interesting too because I'm now starting to get to that point. I think where maybe things are starting to feel maybe a little more normal. So I'm I'm actually going online and looking at things. You know, I'm going to um, I'm going to Grinder. I'm I'm looking at uh, Scruff and things like that. I'm also you know talking about Alt Playground. Uh, yeah, you know, seeing what's on I'm there. Seeing what's on there. Yeah. You know, so I'm going to these these sites and I'm checking it out to try to. You know, to try to maybe, I don't know, I, I feel like maybe am I filling a void? Is that what I'm doing? That I'm missing something and so I'm trying to fill that void. Mm. Uh, and it's, I, I don't know that I'm necessarily getting what I want to get out of it, but mm. I must be getting something out of it because I find I'm still doing it. Well, and it's interesting because you say, like, are you filling a void? And I would say, yes, yes, you are, because we're not having the dates like we used to have. We're right. not going to the club. We're not kind of having that 
social life the way that we did. And so it is kind of figuring out how can we have a social life, even if it's more online than it than it was before, but it's still, it is filling a void. It's, it's that need for human interaction. Yeah. And, and even if we can't have the touch and whatnot, it's still, it's interaction. I will say too, I've uh, been in a non, this is usually, I don't think a normal dating app, uh, but I've been talking to someone on Instagram for a while and I'm very much looking forward to a, mo- a point where I can meet with this, this, this person. Mm. Um, and that's, that it feels good. It's nice having these chats on, on Instagram. It was like, Oh, Hey. And that's been, that's been fun. So I'm assuming it's somebody semi-local or. Yeah. They're semi-local. Yeah. 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 Um, I think they live just over the bridge. I know Ugh, a whole bridge away. Ugh, Sydney. We used to live over the bridge. I know. Right. Yeah. And now I'm understanding why people are like, Oh, you know what? You're, you're really a lot of effort. Oh, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Uh, it's beautiful over there it's gorgeous over there yes i absolutely love being over there but uh yeah it is kind of funny Mm. though because now i'm like oh uh so yeah yeah pretty uh pretty interesting and exciting so as you know talking about dating online we have Mm -hmm. recently started a uh, partnership with altplayground.net and so one of the things that's really cool about them is their inclusivity and how inclusive they are of different gender identities and relationship statuses and types and sexual orientations. Yeah, it's interesting because when you sign up under gender identity, uh, you can do it as a single or as a couple. And if you do it as a couple, then it asks you the identity for both individuals. And there's options like male, female, cis man, cis woman, non-binary, gender fluid, gender queer, transgender woman, transgender man. So there's a lot of different options as far as that goes. And then you get into relationship type, and there's open lifestyle, consensual non-monogamy, ethical non-monogamy. Not entirely sure the difference between those two, but I guess that's for you to define how you want to be labeled. Uh, There's monogamish, non-monogamous, polyamorous, closed, and other. I got to say, I love that monogamish is on there. I I think that's such a great conclusion. Um, and then uh, under gender identity, there's huge, a uh, huge list. And so for each member of, say, a couple, member one, member two, everything from male, female, cis man, cis woman to non-binary, gender fluid, gender queer, transgender woman, transgender man. Uh, there's they- also heteroflexible, homoflexible. Like it's really interesting. Sapiosexual, questioning, queer. Yes, they've really tried to yeah. include everybody, and their inclusivity is really one of the main factors why we said, yes, uh, we're very interested in working with you because they are such an open and, and sort of just kind of like we want all, all types of folks to meet and be able to meet all types of folks. Yeah, you do you and to see yeah. what's interesting and, and who can meet out there. So. And that's great. So yeah, yeah definitely uh, check them out. It's altplayground.net. And uh, yeah, tell them, uh, tell them by the by sent you. Also, when you're there, check out their communities because we have a community page and you can, that's a way you can talk to us now too. Yeah. Yay. Absolutely. We now have an interview. Yes, we do. It's an exciting uh, one. So we've been talking about dating apps and, and, and our um, experience with dating apps. Um, there's, there's a new one. Yeah. They've been, I know, I, I think he said New York Post, maybe New York Times. One of those, they've had an article in there. They've been, look, they've, they've been pretty big. Yeah. And they're getting a lot of, a lot of really good press because of, they're doing things a little differently. It's a different concept. Yeah. yeah it's no longer swipe left, swipe right on Tinder. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one includes 
and starts with video messages. Yeah. And so they're short video dates. So the best I can describe it is like speed dating, mm-hmm. uh, but over an app. Yeah, it's interesting because it does, I think it gives you like 90 seconds to kind of have a quick little date with somebody, connect with someone. And so they have events that they run where they'll get people from different areas that can get together online and you can have kind of an online interaction as opposed to just like swiping left, swiping right, that kind of thing. And they also now have the match feature. So that has gone live where they match you with people. It's it's nice because you get that face to face. And so you can very quickly. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. See if you have any kind of rapport with someone, because it can be hard to tell just from like, you know, a little tender profile, whether yes. you're going to get along with somebody or not. Yeah. So we were very fortunate enough to meet with uh, Zach from Filter Off mm-hmm. and uh, have a nice little chat with him over the weekend. So uh, sit back, relax and enjoy uh, learning a little more about uh, Filter Off. All right. And here we are today. We're speaking with Zach, who is the creator of the Filter Off dating app. And so this dating app is a little different because it uses video. Yeah, that's correct. Yes. So welcome, Zach. <laughs> Hi, Zach. Well, uh, first of all, Angela Bradford, thanks so much for having me. Yeah. yeah. Thank thanks you. for coming on. Absolutely. It's an interesting concept because it uses 90 second video dating rather than the kind of just reading someone's profile, which is kind of really interesting. Yeah. I, I remember when Angela first uh, opened the email, the, the response she said was, wait, what? <laughs> Yeah, it's um, it's a video first dating app, and uh, we have events, virtual events that are ninety seconds. When you jump into a video chat with someone, when the date commences, and then we also have our matchmaker service, which is really curated dates based off your preferences, and those dates last three minutes. And the reason we have it a bit longer is they're extremely curated. Cool. So. It did the, I guess we can get into kind of like exactly how it works in a bit, but I first want to find out like where this idea came from. Like where, where did yeah. you come up with the concept to do something that was video based rather than just kind of uh, profile written based? So I've been obsessed with dating apps um, for a while now. I think the ability to connect people uh, through technology in a romantic sense has always been fascinating to get outside of your friend circles and meet people that you may have never met without the use of tech. And It was frustrating, though, being on dating apps and finally going on a date and quickly realizing that you don't vibe with that date. And yeah, and that was tough for me. So I would ask my dates if we could jump on a FaceTime before we met in person. And unfortunately, 
then he said no. Um, <laughs> I think because it's not really the norm, at least a year or so ago. Um, and I wanted to make it the norm. And so I set out to create Filter Off, which is video first. So forces, like it's, it's basically you get an idea of who you're about to, you connect with them instantly. There's no swiping. Um, there's no back and forth messaging. How's my message? Should I wait a little longer? <laughs> what if I get ghosted? Yeah. And then, and you can instantly see if you have chemistry. And that's the point of Filter Off. We try to create or enable you to date and see if you have chemistry with your date. I think that's great too, because I I will admit one of the things that I do quite often is write a message, delete the message, write a (laughs) message, delete the message. I'm really trying to create the best message. And I often think that I'm really good over text, but when you put the pressure of video, I'm like, (laughs) am I good enough? (laughs) I think it would up my game in the face to face by being, you know, by being forced to do that. Mm. I th- I like it. And it also, like you said, you tend to do the write a message, delete a message, write a message, delete a message, but then you end up waiting longer before you send a message as yeah. opposed to this just kind of like, all right, let's interact and let's see if it, if we get along. And it's normal to have like, like that discomfort before going on video. And a lot of people are like, they'll ask, well, what if I'm, what's a, a tip that you could give users? I'm like, it's okay to be uncomfortable. Like think about the times when you go on your first date. Don't you have those like first date jitters? And that's the whole experience. Filter off's an experience. You'll have those first date jitters and that's okay. Yeah. If you don't, it means that it's not, you're not doing anything important. I've always said, if you're not nervous about something, it means it doesn't really matter. Yeah. So you should you be, not be bad into them. Yeah. 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 So when you're joining up for filter off, you're putting in your personal information and that kind of thing, which I know a lot of people tend to be a bit, um, conscious about how much personal information they give up. So I guess, what do you have to put in? I know when we tried to sign up, it was either phone number or Facebook. Yep. And but then I also noticed that Facebook has been removed. Yeah, we've removed Facebook. Ah, okay. Yeah. Also good for you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just and, phone number. Right. Now. So then yeah. is there a, a vetting process or is it just anybody can sign up? How does that work? Yeah. So, yeah, good question. So, um, when it comes to the app, yeah, you sign up uh, with your phone number um, because you'll get uh, messages and you can make it SMS or push notifications for like reminders of an event. So for example, an hour before the event, we'll send you a text and be like, hey, your event is starting, confirm your attendance. Um, so it's a little reminder. Um, but yeah, and then you're choosing your information, gender, interest, male, female, both different preferences based off like ethnicity or religion. So our matchmaker service takes into account the preferences of religion and ethnicity as well, but also like gender, interest, age, and distance radius. Um, Our events just take into account your gender interest as well as age preference. Um, But yeah, I mean, privacy is super important. We encrypt in transit and in storage. And when it comes to the matchmaker service, um, if you don't use like a photo of yourself, our system will tell you, it will actually kick you out of the matchmaker service, make you unopt in and it'll send you a message, say, hey, you need to put a photo of yourself. And when it comes to like reporting, uh, we have robust reporting features. So if someone does anything inappropriate, um, you can report them. But the, the reality is people ask, well, aren't a lot of people going to do really inappropriate stuff over a video? And the answer is actually no. 
And the reason behind that, aside from the reports that we get, which are very minimal, the reason behind that is when you're behind a profile and you're like on a dating app, it's very easy to say whatever. And that's because you're hiding behind a profile. Like it's easy to text something that you may not say to a a person. When you're live on video, that's exactly the case. You're not going to typically say something inappropriate, but we have these reporting features just in case. And you could always end a call in the middle, but it hasn't been an issue whatsoever. Well, that was one of my questions was how many, um, I mean, I think we all remember, and I think it still exists, chat roulette. Uh, which was in concept a great idea, but ended up being just a bunch of men masturbating in front of each other. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think when you install filter off, it's under the guise of this is a dating app. Yeah. So if you were, let's say, masturbating, you'll obviously be reported. Yeah. Which we haven't had one issue. Hey, that's great. That. Yay. <laughs> but but I think it's important that we, we would remove them instantly. And then they're never able to use the app again because it's tied to your phone number. So it's like we really take this very seriously. Mm -hmm. Um, It is a dating app. So whether you're looking for a relationship, a hookup, I mean, that's on you. But the goal is to connect with another human romantically. And that's what we're here to do. It's not about just I'm looking to make friends. Like that's Mm -hmm. not what this app is about. It's, It's a dating app. So how many how many matches can you get? Is there a limit as to how frequently you can do this or is it just what you have time for? Yeah. So with events, we have events in some of the major cities. And then if there is no event in your city, we run a global day night. So you can match with people throughout the world. Um, but our events, typically it's up to seven dates. It obviously also depends on the number of people in there. Like, for example, based off your age preference, based off your gender, gender interest. So up to seven with matchmaker, the matchmaker service, it allows you up. It gives you three dates a week. We just launched a week ago. Okay, cool. Okay. And super excited about matchmaker because again, it takes into account really specific curated preferences mm-hmm. and then eventually we'll do a pro model that gives you more dates per week. But again, the goal of filter off is like, we just want you to connect over video and you see mm-hmm. if you you have that vibe, and then, um, yeah, and then go forward. That's really cool. I love I agree. it. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's really neat. I've you know I've I've, I've installed it. And I've, <laughs> I've been looking at it. So, which leads to my next question is: I'm assuming there is no like oh only singles that uh, ethically non monogamous folks uh, are welcome on it. And how about in the future? Are we looking at adding couples, or is this yeah. always going to be? What's your kind of plan with that? Yeah, so it's actually a great question. So we're open to running uh, like private events, for example. So if someone, we have like a B2B. So let's say someone's like, hey, I want to run an event for this group, um, whatever that may be, whether it's uh, BDSM, whether it's couples, like we're open to creating because like when it comes to love, like whatever your interest is or your kink, like we're open to it. So that would be for these like private events that we could run them through. Um, So if anyone is ever interested in running that sort of event, they could just contact us directly and we could set that up. Um, For brands, we usually charge for private events, um, but again, open to conversation depending on, I think it's a case by case basis, but it's super important for us to allow people again, whatever their interest is to be able to connect. It's cool. Yeah. So I'm also assuming that this has been in development for a while because you, um, I mean, I, I don't think you make it, I don't know how to make an app, but you don't make an <laughs> app overnight. 
Yeah, no. no. So, yeah. I, I mean, with yeah. that, then you're kind of launching at an ideal time. Oh. It's a time where all of us are, are meant to stay home. Uh, we're still in, at least in Australia, we're still social distancing mm-hmm. and things are just starting to open up, open mm-hmm. up. Um, I mean, that's, that was really good timing. <laughs> it's good timing in a very bad situation. Yeah. So congrats yeah. on that. Um, have you seen a lot more interest because of all the social distancing and the, and then the, the fact that most of the world is shutting down a bit? Yeah, we, uh, so it's me and my other, my co-founder, um, and we we launched the original beta version about a year and a half ago. We got out of beta one month before the pandemic. And the beta wow. was like wow. really understand our users, learn, pivot. And we got out of beta one month before the pandemic. And then we got featured in BBC. Mm-hmm. And then we got featured in the New York Times. And then it like really took off. So yeah, like we've grown like 25-fold um, since the pandemic. And again, I mean, it's it's still a very, very new app. But we've had a great amount of growth globally, which is super, super exciting. And again, it's it has a long way to go, and it's exciting, I think, um, to see what like the connections that we can facilitate is just like super, super exciting for us. That's cool. So, my next question, you kind of sort of answered it in that, but my next question was going to be about availability or how many people are there on it globally, because I'm assuming. Because it started in the U.S., there's probably more users in the U.S., also just yeah. population. But then do you have users? I'm assuming you do have users globally. And is that an expanding area? Is that something that's kind of really starting to pick up and grow for you? Yeah. So, Like, yeah, are we going to be able to so, find people down here in Australia? <laughs> yeah. No, it's a, it's a great question. And so our biggest user base, biggest city is New York City, followed by London. And then we've been growing uh, globally. So like in India, for example, we have about 5% of our user base now is in India. Um, we create events when we have enough people to RSAP, which is we, we want to have about like a, a good amount of gr- a big group to put on an event. So, but we have this matchmaker service, which will allow you to connect with people in your radius. It allows it go from zero to 300 miles I don't know what that is in kilometers. <laughs> of That's okay. We don't um, know it either. Yeah. <laughs> a long distance. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, that's a thing. I think like with India, for example, we had started with zero users and then the press started picking us up. And now a good percent of our population, we run date nights in cities in India. We have the matchmaker service in India. So it's, yeah, I mean, it's iterative. And again, it's exciting. And again, if you want to create your own private event, if you're an organization, like a group, for example, like you guys, I'm happy to give you a comp event for like your fans, for example, mm-hmm. that are single or into certain um, lifestyles, like mm-hmm. we're open to it. So, I mean, it helps us too. So yeah, it's exciting and finding those people that really believe in video dating is fun too. That's so awesome. I love it. <laughs> I, I love how these things are both as well. Yeah. It's great. Um, yeah. So I have to ask, I mean, are, do you use the app? Are you still oh, single? Yeah. I use it. Um, like tonight we have a New York City date night uh, and I'll be on it. And then we have, I also, I think I briefly mentioned it, like the global event. Mm-hmm. So if you are in Sydney and you could use Matchmaker, but you could still attend these global events. I mean, not, I mean, it's exciting, but like, yeah, it's, it could be a far distance, but like you can meet people around the world. I've met um, yeah, yeah. someone from Iran someone from Malaysia, someone from London, someone from, so I mean, it's cool. It's, it's cool. And if you ever travel to those cities, you could always mm-hmm. hang out. 
whether not like uh, as not romantically, or, yeah. romantically. I mean, yeah. it's it's cool. So, um, but yeah. So let us know um, how, like, once we have our our date with somebody for the users at home. Once you have your date <laughs> with somebody, how do you go beyond that? It is yeah. it then chat back and forth, text, or is it more video? What what does that look like? Yeah, that's a great question. So yeah, when your date starts, let's say the event is at seven p.m. or your match. Yeah, let's start with the event. So let's say your event's at seven p.m. Um, you may have let's say five dates: one at seven, one at seven o three, one at seven o six, and so on. When seven o'clock rolls around, the button will change to start video and you start it and you go into this FaceTime style video chat with this other individual. You have 90 seconds to date. At the end of the date, they'll ask you, do you like them? Yes or no type of thing. If it's mutual, you're entered into a match where you could send in-app messages and video messages. And in about uh, four to six weeks, we're going to be adding like a video chat within the app as well. Nice, and then yeah. and then after that, that you can meet face to face, coffee, exactly. and then the next thing you know, you're invited to weddings. <laughs> that will be. I, I mean, can't wait to see the first filter off wedding. That will be. I mean, that's the goal, right? Like, yeah. yeah. So one of our private events, we actually run private events for a religious organization out here in New York, and they have events about 500 people. Wow, and they that's told fantastic. us about four relationships are already formed, and it's so cool that these are like humans right like these are people that are now like that have yeah that have said that state like it's 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 a very yeah it's a it's exciting thing when you can humanize it it is great because it's another tool and another way for people to meet each other because it can be so hard to to do that and especially right now when we are kind of a little more quarantined and distanced and whatnot so it's good to have have ways to meet people and and virtually is just fantastic and being able to see the person i think really helps yeah i agree yeah yeah and showcase your personality right Mm. a photo a profile can only do so much and if maybe you're not witty like at writing bios or maybe you're not the most photogenic but if you're if you go on video and you're like a cool interesting person like you're gonna do really well on filter off that's what people want like when it comes to connection i mean you probably youtube probably knows better than me but it's like people just want like substantial people that are interesting that yeah i mean you want to be attracted to them but it goes way beyond the profile with filter off yeah profiles tend to be a single snapshot um, and so seeing a, seeing a, a video of somebody, I think is a, it's a great idea. Mm, yeah. And I mean, and, and as well, you're getting in on this, I think really at the ground floor, because you know I've noticed that Grindr has recently added videos in their chat. So it is something that, I mean, it, it's nice to see that with, with a dating app that I think that's a, a great way to start a, a, yeah. a relationship. Yeah. yeah. And you're seeing a lot of apps do post video. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's like, but the reality is you're still basing off the profile and there's a, there's a case for both and that's okay. And I think there'll always be both, but I believe that filter off will be the app that people think about when they actually want to meet people. And it feels like an event, like it's an experience like, okay, tonight I had my New York event at eight, like ready. And with matchmaker, mm-hmm. when we set you up on a date, we set you up in a chat with them and then you arrange the date between each other to video date. So you could say, hey, how seven? Oh, I'm busy. Could we do 745? Perfect. Let's do it. Start date and you put in your calendar. Boom. So That's it's so cool. It's, yeah. an, it's an experience and it's a different way of looking at online dating. It's very, we try to blend offline 
like the offline world with the online world. And that's kind of what filter off is all about. Yeah. I think it's great. Yeah, thanks. We have to give it more of a try down here and yeah, see yeah, yeah. see who we can find, yeah, and even I, worldwide. Well, while, while I mean, I gotta be honest, I was paying attention to you, Zach, but <laughs> while you were doing it, I was also like signing me up and like, okay, cool, um, yeah, count me in, you know. Just and to our see. global yeah. date nights, we have we run two on Monday, so mm-hmm. you'll see, like for the Western Hemisphere, we do one in our morning to help mm-hmm. out the Eastern Hemisphere, like ten uh, yes. a.m. our time, and then we do one like eight p.m. our time. So oh, cool. like we give an. For both hemispheres, so. Cool. Yeah, we'll have to give that a try. Yeah, absolutely. That'll be fun. Yeah. I mean, just to, <laughs> if nothing else, I, and I can I can already foresee, you know, one of us will be in the bedroom, one of us will be in the living room, <laughs> and both of us will be dating. Be <laughs> there you go. Um, Do you have any other questions? No, I, I guess my, my only question is, where? like, number one, I, I just want to compliment you. Uh, it's not really a question. It's more of a comment. Your enthusiasm is is so exciting. You know, we're fortunate enough to have a, a Zoom meeting here with you so we can see your eyes light up when you're talking about this. It's so nice to see somebody who's passionate about mm-hmm. what they're doing. Uh, and yeah. your passion really kind of comes through. And I love that. But my, I guess my question along with that is, where are you going with this? Like how, I mean, like, where to now? Like you've started, mm-hmm. you've launched. Um, where to and, and what can we do to help? Yeah, so... Again, filter off, it's free, so which is nice. So you could anyone could sign up on Android iOS. Um, we're raising money now so we could really scale this thing um, and put a lot of money behind marketing because it's really been self-funded and like evenings, weekends, like it's um, but it's so we're so passionate about it, my partner, my business partner and I. And um, yeah, I mean to help, like if 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 this was of interest, you I'm happy to give you two like your own private event for your audience that's single to date one another um, and just spreading the word so more people can find like authentic connection. I mean, that's that's what it's about. Excellent. Well, we will definitely do that. And yeah. uh, we may have to set up an event. I think that could be a lot of fun, fun for us yeah. to uh, meet face to face with a lot of our listeners. Yeah. Um, and for them to connect with each other, too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that could be fun. That'd yeah. Be great. Uh, Zach, thank you so, so much. Uh, thank you. I'm, I'm super excited about this app. I think it's, mm. uh, you know, it, it is nice to see something kind of shake up the, the can every once in a while. <laughs> yeah. uh, and I think this definitely does that. It's different than other things, yeah. other dating apps, I should say. And uh, it makes really excited to see where this goes. Thanks so much. I really appreciate the time. So I hope you enjoyed that uh, interview we had with Zach from Filter Off. It was actually really lovely. I enjoyed it. He had such enthusiasm, oh my God, the and guy you could was tell so that bubbly and excited about his product. Yeah, and you could tell that like it really means a lot to him, and it's good. And it's we've played around with it a little bit, and yeah, uh, yeah kind of curious to see. We haven't because of timing been able to do any of the global meetups, right. kind of the event global but I events. Definitely want to do one, but I think it'll be fun yeah. to do. Yeah, we'll have to work that out. Yeah. yeah. So pretty excited for that. It's a it's a really clever concept, and yeah, uh, it's it's something that I think it's a very much a watch this space because because especially as things are going, I think this is going to be the way to meet people. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely a, a good and different way to to get out there and connect with people and and even just make friends, even if you don't want to necessarily hook up. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's always good to have more friends. Mm. Um, we, the little puppy is now squeaking his toy and yeah, shaking the shit out of it. Yeah. This is, we don't have a sound. He's, he's, show, he's showing that toy who's boss. Yeah. yeah. He's doming it. Uh-huh. We, we don't have a sound stage. We have a living room. <laughs> and that, that was his toy hitting Angela's table. Yeah. This is great. All right. We're going to have to wrap this podcast up right. before, before the dog destroys the podcast. <laughs> um, so 
If you want to reach out to us and send us messages, we've gotten a few in recently, and we will discuss those in a future podcast. Uh, but uh, please send us your emails, theatomsoflove at gmail.com, or find us on Instagram, on Facebook, and on Twitter. We are at By the By Podcast. And uh, if you want to help us out and don't feel like uh, donating to the movie, that's fine, too. You want your cum rags. Uh, and the way you do that is going to patreon.com and searching for at by the by podcast or patreon.com slash by the by podcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that's good stuff. Uh, if you want some really sexy toys, yes. geeky, geeky, uh-huh. sexy toys, uh-huh. uh, go to geeky sex throw in by the by when you're checking out and you can get a nice little discount there. Mm-hmm. And if you want to uh, expand your toy collection, maybe a little bit of lingerie and who knows what else, you can also do so at adamandeve.com and you can use the coupon code by the by there. Yes. And you can get a whole bunch of free stuff with your order. You can get 50% off of an item. So free, shipping, free shipping. Free shipping. World, yeah, worldwide. Yep. So, yeah. And so lots of ways demand, to. Like all kinds of sexy things. Lots of ways to stay entertained at yes. the moment. Oh. Yes. We've fact, also gotten a new toy recently that we're not going to tell you oh, about, right. but we will talk about in a future podcast. Yes. And we'll also do a review of it on our website. And how do you get the password to the website? You'd become a patron. Yes. So, yeah. Uh, so one of our. It's going to be a fun one. One of I our sex toy to reviews. It. Yeah. Yes. Excellent. Uh, so thank you for so much. And uh, let us know how your online dating's going. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 